motherfuckers in school were telling me always in a barber shop. Alright, what's up, man? Motherfuckers in the barber shop, the waviest podcast on the planet. From the hood where we do it most good. It's your boy Aus. You can follow me on Twitter at 10stacks. Follow me on Snapchat at Aus10stacks. And I got the usual people in, in here with me, Lando and Be Nice. Yeah, this is Lando. You can follow me on Twitter at the, at the Tackler1711. Let the motherfuckers sit in the barbershop podcast page. <laughs> What's the deal, man? It's nice. You can follow me on Twitter at two underscores. Be nice. And on the gram at be nice two, two underscores. underscores. All right. And um, let's just get straight into the episode, man. I want to talk about the state of college basketball because I'm not going to lie. For everything I do not like about college basketball, there has been a lot of madness in March. Um, uh, a, a one losing to a sixteen. I, I don't know if we had an episode in between that shit happening. Did we? No, I don't think so. I Mich- think Michigan State getting eliminated from contention. Yeah. Um, eliminated. Eliminated. Um, just a lot of crazy shit, dog. And I kind of want to know y'all recap on the on the weekend and this weekend that's coming up and shit. Like, what y'all? What's, what's the thoughts on this? You know, I I love the first weekend. I love the upsets. Um, I want to get into this Tom Izzo thing, uh, getting out coached, um, getting his team out played. They had a home game and they got embarrassed. They did not hold up their end of the bargain. This was his most talented team, and I just want to say Michigan State. I think is over. I don't think top recruits are going <laughs> to go there anymore. I think they're going to have a hard time winning. I think John Beeline has taken the state over, and I think Michigan will win the national championship this year. That's what's up. Spartan boy, what you got to say? Yeah. Who? Why is Carter in the game? Who's uh, the white dude? Yeah, white dude hasn't even played that much this year. He had two points, two rebounds, and a crucial minute he had the ball, and he like I just to be honest, and like this is my thoughts on Michigan State before be nice because be nice is an avid Michigan State fan, so we will let him get his chance to speak on the Michigan State basketball. But in my opinion, bro, like straight up. I didn't watch the game like that. I did go back and watch a couple highlights and stuff like that. But throughout the whole year, I just think Michigan State has underachieved. And yeah. I think Miles Bridges, he's had two years to show me he's like a real deal NBA player. I'm just not seeing. Like, I, I feel like he'd be a good dude on a on a decent team. But I don't think he's like, he ain't taking over no games. I don't even like the phrase like He just don't got no dog in him. I think once he leaves Izzo, he, he should be okay. I don't know, man. Like, like he's down there one of the biggest, strongest dudes on the court, and he just out there playing. He's shooting threes. Oh, he missed a layup. He like missed a layup. I mean, then he had the, like, booty game. He tip-dunking on niggas. And then the big game against Syracuse, he let the two threes on to take his game away. So. Buck Neal actually should have won that game. They had a bunch of, like, little tic-tac fouls, but Buck Neal was getting in that ass week first game. All right, B, what you think about this? I mean, stuff? I think that you made a very valid point with Miles Bridges' ceiling. I think that the, the scouts kind of, you know, intrigued with him or salivating over him. Always was about his athleticism, and it always was in a manner which it was somewhat going to be semi-role player. Like, Miles Bridges was never looked at to be a superstar at the next level. The conversation for that was dead halfway through his freshman year. So I think that a lot of people saw him and what we kind of see transitioning with people that's kind of like Justice Winslow, who may be on another team outside of Miami. And if he could stay healthy, would be a pretty decent NBA player. He can play defense, might be able to knock down a three-point shot or two, can jump out of the gym, can rebound, and is a tweener because basketball is going to position his place right now. Miles Bridges is not an alpha dog. He's not a superstar. That's not what he is. It's, it's tons of other players in college basketball who are more capable of taking over games than him. We've seen several of them. He's not that player. And Michigan State, truthfully, didn't never have that player. Unfortunately, the pro- Probably the closest thing to that player was removed from the game against Syracuse and has been pretty much subdued and removed away from the game all season, which has been Nick Ward. People want to talk about Tom Izzo's downfall. I feel like it's been not making Nick Ward more of a focal point. I feel like from somebody who I I would think has a pretty decent basketball mind, which is myself, the idea behind playing Ben Carter is somebody who's a little bit, quote-unquote, more poised. Now, this is where I think Izzo made a mistake. Quote-unquote, more poised. Has a decent mid-range jump shot, quote-unquote. It's a lot of air quotes being thrown around right now, bad radio. But I think that Ben Carter, the idea of his presence was for somebody who can make those type of shots and is a little bit older. He like 23 years old. You would expect somebody who's played in college basketball for, I think, four or five years. Granted, he's had some injuries, but has been around the game for this long. You would expect for him to be able to make better decisions. And he choked. 
he folded. He couldn't handle the pressure. It was not his moment. And on the biggest stage, he turned around and showed his ass in shambles. I don't blame him, though. Like, when you go to a dance, you dance with the person you brought. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. dude didn't play that much the whole year. I don't know what Izzo was thinking. Putting him in, thinking that he was going to make some difference. That was stupid. I mean, I, I just think we all understand, like, everybody who even knows about college basketball understands that pretty much the only thing that matters is how your guards play yeah. and if you make your free throws. Like, that's the only two shits that yeah, honestly please. matter. Yeah. And how, many fouls, how many fouls you get or shit like that. You have, out of four guards, one of them had a decent game. Cassius Winston. And that's, unfortunately, kind of been how it's been the whole season. Tum Tum has been awful for the duration of his Michigan State career. Awful. Terrible. I'm almost 100% certain that if somebody wanted I am, I am West, I am East, somewhere on Michigan State's campus in East Lansing, there's a better guard. Somewhere. There's just not on the basketball Shout team. Shout to Steph. I think Stephon Hunt might be a better guard now. Possibility. Yeah. Khalil, Khalil might be better. Guy. I'm not gonna go there with that. <laughs> but it's a possibility that somebody there is better than Tum Tum. Matt McQuay, terrible. Labeled as a shooter, I've he like Jody Meeks. It's almost like like a myth that he's a good shooter. Like somebody tell you his stats, and you're like, man, wow, I watch a lot of their games. I've never seen him make a shot. Never. Doesn't right. make sense. I ain't never seen Jody Meeks make it. Exactly. Saying they, some people will tell you Jody Meeks is a shooter. Knockdown. Okay, so be nice. I want, I want to hear this because it's been three years. They haven't been to the Sweet 16. Um, they didn't put out the first weekend. They lost to like Middle Tennessee. I mean, what about, oh, can I ask it? What about the runs? What about the runs? Let me ask the question. Let me ask the question. I got on Coach K about the Let me ask the question. people say that it was his time to leave? I don't I don't think who. I didn't say it was the time to leave. I'm just saying, like, hold on. Let me ask the question. Okay. Is Tom Izzo overrated? Because. He is a losing record against Roy Williams, Coach K, and I think it was Syracuse coach too. Yeah, he he had the five star recruit. The, yeah, the this year he did. He had two. He had two five stars. The math on that. I don't have the math on that. I, I think that that pedigree. Yeah, but we're talking about pedigree. Big East basketball. Syracuse was one of the four founders. They have a long standing history of amazing talent coming through there. We already know what Duke. And North Carolina are as far as basketball power. Michigan State is not that. Yes, they are in the Big Ten. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. The last twenty five years. And what yes, I just, what did I just say? The ACC and the Big East are more powerhouses than than what the Big Ten is, bro. He, in the last twenty five years. To, wait, hold on. He didn't went to four Final Fours. He didn't went to like two championships. And that's why he Tom Izzo was raved about because he coached players up. No. He, so now when you see the turn, and he can't make these weak no, ass niggas no, no better. Saying, over the not last, look like he's over the last But this is one of the most talented. Yeah, this, this is the most talented. Because, because he had Jaron Jackson. But I just feel like this. Players do not get better under Izzo. That's a lie. And that's the difference I, no, I see with Coach K. And that's, that's a, a lie. And that's the difference I see with Jim. Do you remember the team that just went to the, his last team that went to the Final Four? What, that was like what 2012, 13. What team and was he, he coached that team up? There was no superstar talent on that okay, team. But that Draymond was on that team, right? No, he was not. Who was on that team? Travis Trice. That was a bad bracket. They was in. And y'all, that was a bad bracket. Yeah, it was right. a bad and bracket. I, I think what to be nice point, and I, I think this is the overall point of college basketball in general. I think college basketball is a poor product because of Terrible. the lack of coaching that goes into it. None of these players. Have none of these skills that these players learn transition into an NBA basketball game, yes. and so you left with just a bunch of bum ass niggas who can shoot long twos and not make their free throws and play post work basketball. To be honest with you, to in my opinion, what it takes to be a good basketball coach in college basketball is a little bit of knowledge and a lot of bit of talent. I, I can't. I've and seen, and I've the seen biggest many, thing to I've me, I've seen too many coaches do no, more the biggest with thing less. To me, which is, and 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 in the NBA it matters too, but in college basketball is way more important. Is enthusiasm. You have to be able to control the the, the crowd of your, of your team because a team like Loyola, you got to make them kids believe that they can beat anybody. But see, look, this was, I think this is where I disagree. I feel like it takes a lot of knowledge because Coach Tom Izzo's scheme is outdated. His offensive scheme is not what is is not going to be able to compete in this this basketball. You see the what the Golden Retrievers UNBC they just they damn near played the closest style to NBA basketball I've seen, and they they lived or die by the three. They play defense, and it it took them where it could take them. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like that's where Izzo got to shift his game. His game of like slowing the tempo down and then playing like a a weird box defense is just not there. I can't blame a mistake that happened in game when the mistake already happened. The mistake was in recruiting. 
The mistake was in your system. The mistake was in how you wanted to balance your team. Look, I, I mean, look, John Beeline does a good job of getting players that fit his system and exactly. getting them better in the system. You can't say that. He, yes, he, yes, yes. Yeah. Xavier Simpson is way better than he was at the beginning of the year. Charles Matthews is way better now than he was at the beginning of the year. And looking like a top 20 pick. Man, he he played, yes, he is. He is. He's leading the team to score and a rebound. I'm just, you got to get the players that fit your scheme. And that's some guys that's going to stick around a lot and that, that can shoot. Like I also said, it's about hitting threes and playing D. I agree. And I, 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 I don't think I just don't think that Izzo is overrated. I don't think. I, I think so, man. You can't have a losing record against your your rivals like that. I mean, yeah. Duke is like he only beat Duke like once, and that was like in two thousand or something like that. I just feel like you at the end of the day, rivals. he a good coach, but yeah. just like with Matthew Stafford, if you can't beat, if people got your number, niggas got his number. I know. It's niggas that got his number That's in college basketball. I have to disagree on them two niggas. I'm riding. Why? How can you disagree? What? So what do it take for you? If you don't beat your rivals, then what's the when the chips it? is stacked against you, I can't be mad at you for falling short. I'm sorry. How is this? We live in systematic. Listen, we live in systematic nice. racism. Okay, I want you to listen to this. You trying to change the subject? You always do that when you're losing the game. Nah, debate. I'm just saying. They had a game in downtown Detroit. 70 miles away from they East Lansing. Wait, wait, listen. No listen. They had the crowd behind them. Everything was in their favor. They Did didn't have nothing stacked the against them. Did you watch the game? Yeah. Did you hear the Syracuse chants? Bro, after a while, everybody started cheering for the underdog. We yeah, do shit. You, yeah, okay. And they would have lost to Buck Neal if they would have played them any other place but LCA. Yeah, but did you hear the Syracuse chants? Yeah, bro, because they wasn't knocking out shots. The crowd, if you lose the crowd, I've said this week after week, you lose the crowd, you lose your freedom. We know that. All right, so yeah, move forward. Yeah, we moving forward from this, dog. All right, so I do got a question though. All right, do y'all think these Cinderella teams making it far, like Loyola Chicago, keep making it? The lack of like teams like Michigan State, like uh, Kentucky, not being in the Final Four, so do y'all think that's going to lower viewership? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so because it's, it's like we everybody watched the tournament to see the upsets. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's but, the to a, do it, but don't you think it get to a point where it's like okay, now I'm. Yeah, like, if you see too many upsets, then it, it loses its value. I don't think so, bro. Because nah. if, if they was that good, they would win the game. No, but I'm saying it's, I just, just being honest, it to, bro. We taking it to they some, not listen. No, we listen, taking no, it to no, supply. Like, I want you to about supply and demand. It's like limited shoes. Hold on, I want you to listen. You got if every nigga got the Jordans, you don't want them bitches no more. If it's an upset, every game don't matter. You missing my point, and I want to say this. Just because people on TV say that these teams are good don't mean they fucking good. Don't mean they good. What does that mean? No, that means just because you got Kentucky ranked number six the whole year. The team that beat Virginia got blew out by 40 points by a team in their division. But they beat Virginia by 20. That was better That's than Virginia. That's why it's janky. But, 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 like, to be a nice point, you know, you said just because the team people on TV say the teams are good don't mean yes, you know, don't mean they're good. But... If it's Duke, Kentucky, I'm pretty sure a lot of people give more fucks about Duke, yes. Kentucky than Kansas State, Loyola, Chicago. Loyola, Chicago, Kansas State deserve to be there. I they mean, won. yeah, but do they, they deserve to be there, or do people want to watch them? That's two different questions. Kansas State got a big following. People in Chicago are watching Loyola. That rating shit is overrated. You talking? How many about people go to Duke, man? About three thousand people. Yeah. Fuck Duke. It don't matter. It, it, three thousand people, but they got a million fans. Fuck Duke. And fuck Kentucky. All right, shout out it's to It's niggas in Loyola. Chicago that don't even know Loyola, what the fuck Chicago. Loyola, Chicago. Shout out to Loyola. Right. Shout out to the shot. Shout, shout out to Chicago. Shout out to Shaking My Head. St. Uh, Anne, what's the old lady name? Shout out to her. Yeah, I was going to shout out to Sister. Uh, she sister. said she might be racist. Sister Jean? Yeah. Sister Jean. I feel like the thing about Sister Jean is, is she, so old. She, she old as hell. <laughs> one. She made two brackets, so niggas trying to. I feel like it's a lot of people who first fell in love with Sister Jean, and now they just want to hate on her. Yeah, they just, it's like it's it. fucked up because she don't got a Twitter account. Because if he, she had a Twitter account, I'm pretty like sure a couple Sister years ago, Jean she like that, that, that big head, big nose, white kid that was on there. Like they was teasing me. I'm never falling into the trap. <laughs> I need to see all the facts before I get on the bandwagon. You ain't getting me in on that shit. All right, and then I, my from my from my shaking my head, I got uh, I got Deion Sanders. So Deion Sanders yeah, said he that he said that um, Tyron Matthew is the best safety in the league, hands down. Honey Badger, Honey Badger, best safety. And uh, Kevin Bar- uh, Bird, who played for the Titans, uh, All Pro safety, actually one of the best. A- actually, the actual one of the best safeties tweeted him and said, "How do you make this statement and not include the two first team AP All Pro safeties?" To Deion Sanders, added him and everything, and Deion Sanders replied to him on Twitter. You're looking at who writers tell you who's the best. He didn't made an Orlando tweet. Yeah. You're looking at who writers tell you who's the best. I know who players and former players feel is the best. I rest my case. You continue to be a fan. 
I will continue being the man. And, and I mean that's I mean that is Dion because the nigga who is not a fan, an actual NFL player. You don't know what he talking. <laughs> yeah, about. so clearly Dion Sanders don't really watch the games no, no, as much as he say. He don't. He don't. <laughs> Dion Sanders sound like every old dude. No, but you know Dion personally. No, but it's every old dude. No, no. I'm saying every old dude just see one dude and they like, oh, this kid flamboyant. He kind of remind me of myself. I like his style. Not actually watching any of the games. Right. Honey Badger didn't do shit. But I think Honey Badger and Dion got a good relationship. Yeah, man. but they like how you just shit on the whole nigga that's and in then the if it was a fan, maybe this fan watched. <laughs> yeah. You don't know what you're talking a, about. That's a good point, man. Why do niggas? Why do people take away credentials from fans? Like just because I watch the game just like you. Like I get to like the game as much as you do. Why can't I like it? Unfortunately. We got to go back to the Brian and Draymond thing. It's a lot of people in sports who don't know about the sport they playing. But no, I think it's this. When you agree with that person, the fan credentials is right. Yeah. When you disagree, anytime somebody disagree, they're going to attack your credentials. Because you ain't never attack. did it before. Yeah. How do you know what you're talking You ain't never been here before. That's just an easy way yeah, out just not to argue with because somebody. He didn't see the blue check next to his name. Yeah, he didn't right. recognize the name. Yeah. He didn't know who the fuck and he I, was. But, yeah. To be fair, I don't think Cuz got... No, he, he do got a picture. Nah, he blue checked out. No, no, picture. no. He, I was gonna say he don't got a picture of him in football pads, but he actually does. His profile yeah, picture. Yeah, pro yeah, like so. I don't. Deion Sanders is. I don't know what. Didn't care. That's the problem with. And that's the problem with the NFL. That's the problem with NFL actors. Like I love Deion. I love Michael Irvin. All they do is talk about themselves yeah. and the glory. They don't even really talk about. Oh, the and when they call out. you in, it's just like how you remind them of prime. You only yeah. prime today. Baby. Also, shout out to the the AFAC whatever the the, the next. Football league that's coming on next yeah. year before the XFL uh, with Troy Polamalu and them as executives and shit like that. Shout out to that man. I think that's gonna be all right. Yeah, you ain't heard about yeah, that. It's gonna be a new. It's league. like a, it's gonna be on CBS. It's like a whole football league that's after the Super Bowl next year is a new football indoor football league that's gonna come out. Hundred yards with who? With players, niggas, maybe Lando, yeah, <laughs> the tackle. You might yeah. have to go out there. Or, you know, I don't know. It's it, it's coming right before the XFL, so Vince McMahon is like heated right now. You don't so know what. what the, what is this? This is a alpha. Let me look at the information on the, the talent level. No, bro, they haven't really got the. the I mean, I'm pretty sure they're gonna be, it's gonna no be no like worse to college players football. that that didn't make it. That's that's almost like a semi pro. Oh, that, that shit sound bad. What you mean? It's like the minor leagues of the NFL. Like that's that sound bad. bad. There's the my, you know how many people be on NFL rosters? Bro, it's only like 50, 53 players. Exactly. Bro. So it's so many niggas that got a chance the of alliance, the NFL. The Alliance of American no. Football. Bro, the people they come, they come to camp. They come to camp with ninety players. They don't be fucking terrible. They come to camp with ninety players, bro. It's a good player sitting that don't make NFL rosters. I'm, Legitimately, I'm gonna say it's not a good player who don't exactly. make NFL rosters. But I'm also gonna say that college football is very spectacular. I'm and disagree. there's a lot of people in there that's I'm not gonna disagree. make NFL. Rosters. I'm gonna disagree with that because it was a lot of like a player like James Harrison just kept getting cut. It wasn't that really because, and that's but what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying Cameron not, Wake no, but I'm kept saying, getting cut for. Don't you're missing what I'm saying, Lando. It's not a full league full of them type of players. I think it is. Hell no. I think it is. I feel like, I feel like it can be. I feel like it may not be like NFL talent wise, but it may. It still can be entertaining because football and we like college football. Right, then yeah, the niggas like arena football. That's so. what you're saying. If, if if the talent level is is comparable to each other. And they all on the same level, then it could be. Yeah, and it's always gonna be a star in a yeah, league like gonna, that. It's gonna be a nigga that's like yeah. way better, like a fucking like a anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like a nigga that's a quarterback. Just been kind of losing me. It's so much nonsense going on. You know what I'm saying? Taking away all these injuries. You know what I'm saying? All these rule changes. It's just been kind of hard for me to enjoy the game the last few years. Hey, shout out to Troy Palomalo. I do. I, that caught my ear. Jared Allen, too. Yeah. Jared nah, Allen, Jared Allen. Allen. that really mean shit. Troy Palomalo <laughs> caught my ear, though. That's my guy. All right, uh, anybody? Who else next? Who next? Uh, my shout out is just gonna be uh, for Michigan basketball. Shout out to Michigan for uh, about to go to the, the the final four and about to win the national championship. Shout out to the Cinderella stories. I I, I like them. Um, shout out to Chino Hills about to win the uh, high school state championship in California. Nah, Why did so, you get yeah. alerts for that shit? Hey man, that shit just it hit my Bleacher Report, man. <laughs> what Bleacher Report do you got to have? I got like college basketball recruit like shit, so they just oh, they so popped up Chino Hills. And then shake my head is just at, at Izzo, man. It's a big. Shaking my damn head. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> All right, B, what you got? Uh, I want to shake my head at the college basketball right now. The March Madness has been awful, unenjoyable. Uh, <laughs> just not, not. Not fun. Outside of my cousin winning that game against oh, Buffalo. Oh, shit. Damn. That, that's just not. It hasn't been enjoyable, man. If I had to shout out anything. Really? Man, 
Shaq got a shot out right now. Man, hold on. Shake, hey, emergency shaking my head still for not drafting Donovan Mitchell. I don't want to talk about it. I just shaking my head Atlanta, bro. Why do you like the Pistons? I'm a, well, we're going to get into that later, but damn, that's a, that's a big shake, man. Head. I just watched him hit an overtime, a game that's sent to OT. That's crazy. Man. Um, So you want to get some NFL football news, right? Let's get into it, man. So, you know, last week, like I said, I said he the was Lions. Harping us. I was I was scared for the Lions. I was like, what's harping. going on? And this week, they made some moves, man. We talked about Sylvester Williams. We talked about the Luke Wilson. And we talked about LeGarrette Blunt, man, coming to Detroit. I am uh, I'm I'm getting a little bit more confident. Um the draft board is looking like it can go any other way. So I mean I'd be happy if we if we went like Sam Sam Hubbard from Ohio State. I still like Sony Michelle at uh, the running back from Georgia. I'm like you said, we heard Amir Abdullah might be getting cut. They might be releasing him just to save some money. I'm also like Tevin Bryan from uh from Florida D tackle, so I am really happy about uh um, the line situation. I don't really know about I I, I think that ideally what I would prefer for the Lions in the draft is to trade back. The trade back. And just load up on picks or yeah, trade back for... To get, to get more picks if possible. Oh, also, I, I do got... And I got a text message from one of my sources. The Bills are looking to move up to number two. So, like I told... I, everybody's looking because Sam Darnold just had his pro day. I'm hearing... Uh, Where my are people's sources from? Listen, don't worry about that. I got Come people... On, listen, I just want everybody to know I got, I got a person in every locker room. In the NFL, I'm working my way to the NBA, but NFL, I got a person in every locker room. But no evidence of this. I I hear that the Bills they really want Josh Allen, and I hear that Cleveland's taking Sam Darnold with the number one pick. Ah, oh, that'd be very fucked up if the Cleveland Browns take uh, Sam. Now listen, they talking about they want to they want to see him sit, and they gonna let um let Terod run the show. And a lot of people, a lot of people on the NFL Network, ESPN, they they picking the Browns to go to the playoffs. Listen, now, now, now I'm kind of off the Browns bandwagon. If they do some dumb shit like pick Sam Darnold, I'm telling you, Cleveland Browns, if this podcast can ever reach y'all ears, yeah, they they listen. Don't do that shit. Yeah, why not? Because this watching a nigga in shorts throwing the rain is not good enough, bro. <laughs> go watch his film. He's not that good. He really, He's not that good. And, look, and I and I and I do agree with that. Like he turned the ball over way too much. But you know how these guys they fall in love with these quarterbacks. He's not that good. Whoever gets the whoever gets Lamar Jackson gonna be a happy team. The quarterback yeah. gurus have said that they've never seen anybody like Josh Allen and Sam Darnold. They say that every fucking year, though, man. So it's just. It's I did hear. I, I, I am waiting to see Josh Allen uh, pro day. They say he's going to throw the ball 90 yards. I want it, I just want to see him do it. But you know what? That's not that impressive in Wyoming because you're in high altitude and shit like that. The ball is just going to be like just. I just want to see him. Like I just want to. Because if a nigga throw a Hail Mary from anywhere, I don't care how inaccurate he is. That shit might be sweet. A nigga just, that's, some, that's some American alliance of football shit. That's yeah. some shit that need to be in that league. I got that. <laughs> Niggas throwing deep ass Hail Mary. Check, check that out. Um, but yeah. Um, did you want to get into some more free agent pickup? Be nice, or? Uh, we made a move for Sylvester Williams. We mm-hmm. got still meeting to Allen Branch and Jonathan Hankins this week. Uh, defensive tackles. Uh, also, Ricky Jean Francois, who's a former Patriot player, also a defensive tackle. I think we had a meeting lined up with Marcus Martin last week as an offensive guard. So just trying to shore up the trenches right now. I think that a lot of the, the other positions would be through the draft, which is possibly another tight end. Uh, running back for sure, most definitely is getting drafted. I think we all can kind of. What do you What do you that. pick up a tight end though? Because they they picked up Michael Roberts. I'm cool with Luke Wilson. I mean, I felt like he was, like you say, he was kind of second string. It and, just and depends Seattle. on where the, the prospects fall and how many picks we have. Ideally, and what I think the Lions will probably do is trade back a couple picks. If somebody sees somebody there at twenty that they want, I think they might trade back to the later later pick in the first round or possibly earlier in the second just to get another pick, either third or fourth or second round pick. So I feel like that's that's mo- most likely something that we'll look into because uh, it depends on who's available at 20. If it's not a sure guy, Hurst has the heart condition. We already went through that with Nick Fairley. I don't, I don't really know. You know, Hurst, he, he did get cleared, though. He Nick got Fairley cleared. got cleared, too. That's sad. Fairley has some, he has some decent years there, but Hurst, I mean, he can play DN and he play D-tackle. So if you if – you, Slimming down the roster to fifty three man, I wouldn't mind having a guy like that that can play multiple positions on the team. But I heard uh Kasoo looking to go to the Raiders or something like that. It looking like the Raiders or the Rams. So who, who do you guys who do you guys think? I think probably the Raiders. John Gruden, he's trying to build this team from like the nineties or something. He's taking a whole bunch of just niggas 
that he like and shit like that. He taking niggas like uh, Jordan Nelson, just niggas that he was watching on Monday he Night looked, Football. He taking a team that looked like it would have been in a weird ass nineties film. Yeah. Like yeah. a team with some high tops and big ass coaches jackets. I think and shit. I think they kind of made a they made um made a mistake not picking up Crabtree back. Nah, man, I they got to get him out that division. I understand they got to <laughs> get him out of the division, but he did bring a little toughness to the offense. It was fake no. toughness. No, it was fake toughness. It was toughness until he got changed. But I just think like in that division, and Jordy Nelson, Jordy got shit last year too. I just don't see Jordy Nelson fighting them dudes back, man. I just I think it's gonna get Crabtree didn't win them fights though. The last fight I gave him credit for. I gave him credit for that. He no, tanked his chain. I think he just wanted to. He, he really wanted to fight yeah. more than Akeem Tlaib. Like, you know what? Like, I'm just fucking with you, bro. Come on. And, and that's why and that's why I'm like, you know what, Crabtree? You all right, man. Because when he first time he got a chain snatch. When he got a chain snatch, I was disappointed. But when he came back, I'm like, okay. You, it's too okay. late. It's too late. And he went to the Ravens, I think. So Crabtree. Yeah, yeah he, he goes to the Ravens. Somebody else it's too late for him to fight for his chain. Yeah, he didn't got that bitch nice twice. At this point, that shit just take money. Take it off. They already pumped you. Um, what did y'all want to go into anything else? Y'all want to get what Johnny Manziel? I kind of really want to talk. You want to talk about Johnny Manziel? Let me talk about this because it kind of it kind of pissed me off a little bit. Kaepernick did nothing wrong, no crimes, no nothing. Johnny Manziel and I'm a fan of Johnny Manziel. Drinking, DUIs, domestic violence. If he gets a second chance before Kaepernick, I'm gonna have a big problem with the NFL. I just a think I just think the fact that thirteen teams went to go see his pro day was just that was enough for me. And that was bullshit. Him, him doing that San Diego, oh, they come to look at them. No, they came to look at you. They came to look at you. And the Lions was there too. Oh man, was yeah. So it just it just yeah. I don't have no beef with Johnny Manziel being a lion. I don't have no beef with him at all. The problem is just the situation. It's just the, I, I think both of them should have their shot. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> like I, I think both of them should have their shot. shot. And they, you know, I said Kaepernick looked good when he was training. And Houston but, and shit like that, it's just not fair that if he really gets a job before... It's the no-fun league. It's also the racist league. You looked at oh, like a yeah. slave. It just, it's all around fucked up, man. And it's like, it was going on the rail. Eric Green not getting no contracts and shit, yeah, neither. He just had to come out and say that he's not going to protest. Yeah. I, it's I think, I think, and that's it crazy. That's some yeah. shit you got to say. Like, like, I, I got to throw out there in the air randomly. Like, hey, look, you know, if y'all fuck with me, I might not do this no more. Yeah. I think I think he, he will. Knees will stay bent. I think I mean, before, before everybody he will because he was a Pro Bowl safety. And I think that he also said that, you man. know, and in hindsight, sometimes you got to think of, of not only yourself, but also others. He has a younger brother who's coming out in the draft this year. And I think that he might be trying to clear the air. So none of the, he has no fallback on him. Yeah, right, right. Because, you know what I'm saying, if, if one brother did it, the other brother might do it. Yeah. Right. Hey, that's niggas. Hey, that's, right, that's what happened with Mike Vick. Mike Vick got yeah. in trouble. They cut, nah, cut his little brother yeah. the next I just saw a video of Marcus Vick like running from a cop. Oh, yeah. Man. Hey, man. Uh, he I was disappointed. That he nigga. smoked him, but he, he, he got so tired. Yeah, man. He dog. Was tell he was out of no, man. He's, Marcus man. Vick. That was a good video. Wobbliest spirals I've ever seen. If, if you've never seen Marcus Vick run from the cops, you need to go Google, stop the podcast and watch Marcus Vick. Run from the police. That nigga took off so fast. Like, yeah, when one police car was at the first car, that nigga was like three cars yeah, down yeah. and just booked down the street yeah, on the nigga. That speed gonna always be there. All right. Um, yeah, we gotta talk about Zay Jones, too. I don't really know how to attack this Zay Jones situation because it clearly is a situation of mental illness, right? Yeah. And like, see, nice, possibly nice city. Gonna do a big talk about to, it. To me, it just was, I seen some stuff on Twitter, man, and it's something that we, we kind of been harping at over the, the duration of a couple of podcasts, it's just kind of the fake wokeness. Like, certain things become popular. People, you know, say they want to eat healthy. You know, people, I'm going to go vegan. People do that for a week. Not to say that, that having flaws or not coming up strong in the end is, is a bad thing. Some people fall short, but you got to keep pushing. But a lot of this stuff is starting to become trendy. And one of the things that we've been seeing is just mental health, observing and awareness for mental health in the African-American community. And I think that that's one of the issues with the Zay Jones thing is this is clearly a cry for help. We saw people just commending Kevin Love and, and DeMar DeRozan for their issues that they were having and coming out openly about it. And you have a legitimate person who's coming out. I won't even say coming out. It was a, 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 a incident where he was crying out for help in a, in a situation with a personal family member. And TMZ is pretty disgusting for going out and getting that video because this is something that most people probably shouldn't have saw because it make you look at this situation in a different light where the incident probably shouldn't have been exposed like that. But like I said, it's just somebody just crying out for help and I, I seen jokes about it and it just made me feel really uncomfortable because it was it's, it's a seriousness to it. Like this isn't a joke. 
This isn't something that, that's remotely funny. Like, it's not comical at all. Anybody who's seen the aftermath of it, the hallway looked like a murder scene. There was blood everywhere. You know what I'm saying? He was half, he was naked in front of his brother, wrestling with his brother, trying to jump out a 30-foot window. And I just didn't see how anybody found that funny. I didn't see the video. I didn't even, like, look it up. Like, I sent y'all the story, and I was just like, that was it. Like, yeah. I read that shit, and I'm like, this is all I kind well, of got to do with it. Just the, 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 the broader statement of what actually happened. He was in the hallway with his brother, who's actually also an NFL player, Caleb, mm-hmm. who plays for the Vikings. His brother's in a hoodie, and he's talking to him. He's telling him to put some clothes on it. It looks to be either a shirt or some pants scattered, like, kind of thrown over the, the floor of the hallway. And he's talking to him, and he's trying to tell him, like, I want to fight for Jesus. Now, what that means, I have no idea. But he's trying to brush past his brother. He's kind of erratic. He's jumping around. He keeps being pushed back. And there's a female who I believe is his brother's fiance talking to him. And she's kind of freaking out because she's just seeing the whole ordeal happen. And he's trying to brush past his brother. In the video, you don't actually see the, the window being smashed, which is on the 30th foot, the 30th floor. You don't see that being smashed. But like I said, the aftermath and the other footage that they went through the walkthrough is blood smeared all over the wall. So he obviously cut himself in some manner on something. His blood smear all over the walls. Almost look like Daddy Daycare. And this is not to be funny. And Daddy Daycare is a scene where it's like shit all over the walls. It's literally just splattered everywhere. Like, so it just was a crazy scene. And then the, the window is smashed in like extremely hard. It's a big ass hole in the window. So like I said, it just was a crazy scene that I felt like shouldn't have really been made fun of. But you also got other things on the, the other side of the totem pole with the, the guy from Miami who played with Richie Incognito. Who I seen some one, jokes about yeah. that, but that's another mental yeah, health issue. Yeah, that's not there. That's the both of those are not not funny, man. So, like I said, I just I see a lot of things. People like to play both sides of the totem pole on some of these stuff. They they pick and choose when they want to care about stuff. And I think that there's some of these things are just too sensitive for for people to really be exposed to. And you gotta take that into thought when you're talking to people. And I just feel like for me, Twitter is a really sensitive place. Talk to on Twitter, you, you throw stuff out. And you get dumb shit back. It's just a lot of stupid people out there that's speaking on stuff that I, they don't really have a mental space to speak on. Right. And uh, that shit was kind of crazy, though, man. I ain't gonna lie. But I don't know, man. I just really hope he all right, you know. Yeah. It probably is some CTE shit going on. And he had man. a tough season. People looked at him like he was a bust. I heard a lot of negative reviews about his season. You know what? Honestly, fantasy did pretty straight, man. There's a lot of a lot I mean, of shit. Rough. You got you know what they throwing Nate Peterman in and shit yeah. like that. You ain't gonna, but he looked straight during that stretch with him and Tarot. Oh, well, hopefully get it together. Uh, where I want to start with this man, because uh, I, I guess we can start with the Blake effect. Now we got an episode entitled the Blake effect, and currently the Blake effect is is failing us. I, I believe the Blake effect might have failed us. Um, the, the gusto it came in with uh, quickly left. Uh, Lando has a different opinion on that. I'm going to just say that the fact that when Blake came, it was exciting. It was cool to have a superstar. And, and maybe next year it can be better when, when, every, when the gang's together for a whole season. But the, the just looking towards next year, not having a draft pick, even though from what March Man has been showing me, now these niggas don't need to be picked anyway. But we don't really have a draft pick, so that's a lot of mystique going. Um, Blake... Kind of don't dunk no more. So he kind of just like a hard layup doer. He almost like a point guard. And then we got Reggie Jackson, which means Reggie Jackson going to turn to a shooting guard. And I don't know. I just don't know what's going on. I really don't know what to make of the Pistons right now. Because at first I thought it was going to be some Anthony Davis, Boogie Cousin shit. And now it's looking like Can I just tell you the, the salary that we paying next year for the Pistons? Yeah. Blake Griffin gets 31000 $31 my mistake, yeah. next year. Andre Drummond gets $25 million. Reggie Jackson gets seventeen million. And this is the kicker. John Lohr gets ten million dollars next okay. year. Langston Galloway, seven million dollars next year. That's also crazy. Ish Smith, six million dollars next year. That's cool. That Langston Galloway, that's crazy. Where's the cap space? Well, okay. Now let me come in and say this. Look, Blake came in the middle of And we season. also still paying Josh Smith five million dollars next year. That's what's up. That's cool. I'm glad my nigga Josh Smith still gets money. Um but like I said, um, with a full off season with Blake, Reggie, and Andre um, healthy um, together, I'm excited for next season. I'm excited. I want Stan Van Gundy to leave, but hey, I'm excited for next season. I like the guard from Houston. Hopefully, he get undrafted and he can come here. But I am happy about next year. I'm happy about Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin has been playing well down the stretch. I think when they're all together, it will be okay. We got to see. I got to look and see the free agent market again if we can pick up we another have no wing. Money. We if we got a few dollars to pick up another wing player, but I'm cool with the Pistons. I'm I'm cool with the 
with the position they're going to. We needed to get a star player. We weren't going to get him in the draft. We missed out with the Luke Kennard. <laughs> and it should Donovan Mitchell left, so Stan Van Gundy needs to go. He needs to be held accountable, but I like the way the piss is going. I like Blake. Um, any rebuttals on that? They asked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so back. moving on to Kawhi Leonard, bro. Basketball. Um, Kawhi Leonard, his name's been in the media a lot lately, dog, with him uh, pretty much being cleared to play NBA basketball, not playing NBA basketball, I guess the team keeps getting word that he's going to play and then he's not playing. And so, like, a couple of the Spurs veterans, like Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker coming out saying, you know, I'm Manu Ginobili said, I think, like, we just don't think he's going to come back. We just got to play like he's not going to come back. And I think Tony Parker said some shit like he better. I mean, like, his injury was kind of worse or some shit like that. And it's just a bunch of confusion going on in that Spurs locker room, unlike what we've seen in past times with the Spurs. So, clearly, this might be some chemistry issues. What do y'all think was going on with this whole Kawhi shit? Well, look, they, they had a meeting. Um, I think they they want him to play. They like, and that's the thing. Like when you deal with injuries, there's no way we can tell what somebody else is feeling. So you got some people like Tony Parker, man, who they think he's faking it. I just think he doesn't want to be there. He's and what happened to Isaiah Thomas? That scared a lot of people. That scared a lot of people going <laughs> forward. It has because he. Why would it scare anybody else, bro? Because he had the money secured. He, and he never got, had it secured, bro. He was gonna have it secured, but getting hurt. That, Austin, that did, hurt I, did I or did I not tell you a year ago that they were not gonna pay a five nine? But I'm just saying, like, and this wasn't gonna happen. Anything they could do to not pay you that max money, they are. No. I just think he's he's looking at his Ooh, brand. That has not happened to anybody. Andrew Wiggins has 125 m sitting on the table, and he don't do. But nothing. he fired his agent because he felt like he should have got more. Okay, he's not happy where he is. Yeah, he's exactly. So that's the thing. He, he got his money. Look, no, he didn't get what he wanted. But listen, that's why I think Kawhi is Thomas is not gonna get nothing. He's he not because he came back from the injury no, and all that shit. Because he's a midget. listen. If you hurt Kawhi, don't play, sit out. But if you no. can play, that's as a, you saying as a competitor, good for Odell Beckham Jr. That don't as have a competitor, to do with as a competitor, as, as a competitor. You should play it and, if, you know, if you're able to play. We but passed football, but can't. Odell Beckham Jr. get his shit blew out in the club. Was that him? No, that wasn't. Okay. That wasn't him in that video. No. I just think, I think Kawhi probably should play, like, because his contract stuff don't come up to him, like, next year, I think. Yeah. So, I feel like if he... What is he going to do, sit out for a whole year? Like, yeah, like, you might as well just not even did anything this year, bro. And it's like, it's, this started off as an ankle, and then it just rolled into some quad shit, some Are shoulder shit. Are you going to sit out next year, too? It, that, that's that's what I'm saying. Is he going to do a two-year strike, then he might as well just, they might as well not pay him. Like, I mean, they still paying him. He should go out there and play. I feel like at the end of the day, like he want them to You only, I feel like at a regular job, you only get so many sick days. Yeah. Go out there and participate, and then my nigga. They gonna fire your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he, God, he don't want to be there. I, and that's the thing. I feel like that's the big overarching thing. Is you know we already heard stories of Lamarcus all just telling Pop and he Pop telling him, like you not leaving and shit like that. We can't get nothing back for your bummer. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. So you just gotta stick here. I think Kawhi just done with the Spurs type shit. Like he see. And maybe just like just the new generation of basketball, but niggas don't like doing it on their own no more. I think it'd be nice to have it's a gang, point with that. Gang, niggas do, niggas like the easy road. It's just the easy, because that's all niggas care about at the end of the day. Championships, which is stupid, yeah. because that's and a team you get the team You go out and have fun. You hooping with other people. It's like, oh, look how we beating these people. Oh, you sweet too. You can enjoy your meal. You had turned up. People dancing. They doing Fortnite. Dance. You and can't do that. And with that's the thing. Like, and, and not even that you do that with pop bitch, but I mean, that's what basketball. Nowadays, that's what it is. Like with, with AAU and shit like that. All you it's doing is playing with the ain't best no more niggas. Beefs. You ain't seeing no person throwing a ball at the back of your head when you walk. You don't see that. All well, these fights Dame, is fake. Dame Leonard and Chris Paul just got like a little beef going. Yeah, but, but, but nobody likes Chris Paul. It's yeah. not just Dame Leonard. It's and that's because that's that's Chris Paul come from the older yeah, age of basketball. So it's like it's niggas. Like. It's niggas like well, like Kawhi and them where they just they've been hooping with the best niggas they haul off and they come in the NBA. They go to the Drew League and hoop. They they played AAU with each other. This is 15 years of friendship, but it's like, hey, these people y'all got on my team, he from somewhere, he from Idaho. I don't like him. Mm. I ain't got nothing to do with dog. Especially on the Spurs, like, five of y'all ain't even from this country. I can't kick it with you. And I, think, like and I think Pop just went. Yeah, Tim Duncan, they best play. Their best players was not from this country. I think Pop way of coaching basketball is just kind of done, too. Like, the high, his military-type tactics that he gets players, is he kind of fear them and the playing hard. 
And like that was cool when y'all beat LeBron in, in 2014, but now it's, it's a different story, my brother. I think if, if Kawhi would play, they they have a better record. But I will say, they'd be like top two in yeah, there. They, I mean, they was already a good that, team. All that friendship shit, like dog, that shit got to end at some point. Like, bro, you got to be a competitor. We didn't say that we agree with. No, it. I'm just, just saying, like, it, it just it, and. And if they grew it's up, almost, it's sadly. It's sad. Because if, if you grew up watching Kobe, Iverson, them guys, they just wanted to beat each other. I don't, mm-hmm. so I don't get all this. Fr- I know the AAU shit, but at some point, you got to play. It's never going to be an easy road. Yeah, that's the thing. It's never going to be easy. That's the thing. I just, I, I really just honestly don't really understand it. Like, even with the Kawhi shit, like, like, it's so many things. Like, I can understand if this was a contract year for him, or I can understand some other shit. It's like, bro, you just came off probably one of your best seasons. Or if it was like Paul George. And yeah. the Pacers just was a bad-looking team. I think it's one of them. I think it's more like Andrew Luck than anything. Where they, where I think they handled his shit wrong with his ankle in the in the beginning. Because everybody just think Kawhi like a robot. Like, oh, man, you, you, you put some new batteries in him, he's going to be just fine. But it's like, no, nah, this nigga really be... It really might be injury, like a like a normal nigga. And if the Spurs doctors didn't do what they supposed to do, and he going to his real doctor, so now you got too many doctors. Now you got too many notes. He got his uncle and, and shit. Like Anytime Brady. you got your uncle in your in your basketball business, it's just fucking everything up. And that's his uncle leaked something out about his shoe contract. Like though, it should have been a lot more. I mean, I feel like that's his own. You don't go with Jordan Brand. Nobody, nobody does that. I don't understand why people when niggas saw Dwayne Wade leave Jordan Brand. That should just have been a big thing. Like, hey, let's not fuck with Jordan Brand. Yeah, he had the best Jordan. That's what I'm saying. Westbrook shit ass. So Honestly, cool Jordan's was better. Uh, Melo Jordan's a little bit. Yeah, the first Melo's, the first yeah, Melo's was hard. Melo's is the Mexican girl in high school. Melo's now. The Melo ones and twos yeah, was hard. The ones that had the blue ones, they were straight. Yeah, you did have the blue ones. Yeah. I don't fuck with the Melo. I don't fuck with Jordan nigga shoes. I just I fuck with Jordan. Like and Jordan don't, like don't fuck with niggas nigga shoes. Huh? And it look like somebody bought CB3s. I don't like Chris Paul. It's your mustache. I bought the OVOs, though. I want mustache. those, but they cost too much. Mustache. But they ain't nothing but Jordan. It's just with OVO on it, so. All right, and Oh, all right, and oh, I wanted to play Corey. Corey left a voicemail on my phone about last week we did a list. We did the Kanye West bracket. It was very long. So thanks for Corey for listening through the whole thing. Did a, did a Kanye West bracket thing, and it was uh pretty interesting. And we're going to listen to Corey's take on our take on the Kanye West bracket. Hold on. I can't believe I'm listening to the shit that I'm listening to on this damn podcast. I can't believe it. Niggas, it's, this Kanye West bracket is fucking insane. And y'all picking some terrible shit. And I had to leave a motherfucking voicemail because they on some shit. Y'all all is on some shit as a whole. I ain't going to lie. Only two songs I met with y'all that y'all picked was... Real friends and fucking can't tell me nothing. And it was a fucking debate over real friends. So I'm sick. Uh, we, we don't share music thoughts no more because music is preference. We ain't having this damn conversation about music no more. I ain't having it with y'all no more, ex- at least. That's what that that's what this whole call is going to be about. You better be lucky you send me to the DM. That was Corey. I ain't sent him to the... I was like in class, so I couldn't... Hey, that nigga... His privilege is on the show revoked. <laughs> no, he can, he can definitely come to the show because that real friends better than through the wire. What the fuck are you exactly. talking about, man? It's not like a damn. Talking about you don't fuck with slow jams and through the wire. <laughs> I mean, we gonna I have can't to kick it with a nigga. We gonna have to have Corey back on. I mean, this is how this is what Kanye does to niggas. Nah, Corey just you sound like a new age nigga. Yes, like bro. Sound shit. like a sound like a kid. You like, like Takashi Six Nine? Huh? Yeah. I, that's a good segue into the, I guess, to the next next topic. Yeah. Oh, so I don't really care about this nigga. He had fake yeah, blood, just right? Lando, Lando want to talk about. Oh, uh, it, it, it was a funny. Matter of <laughs> fact, this is the thing. This is the topic. Does Lando want to talk about the Kai Sig or does B Nice want to talk about? B Nice definitely does, but I'm gonna bring it up since he, he likes scared. <laughs> it was a very funny interview with him on the Breakfast Club. Look, he's like, so happy to talk. No, because it, it was funny. Because Charlamagne like, look, we got a pastor here to pray for you. He's like, no, 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 they need to pray for you. He's like, ain't nobody run up and punch me. They ran up and punched you. Oh, so and, yeah, he was on the Breakfast Club, and it was, it was really in there too. It was really funny, and like he was getting under Charlemagne's skin, yeah, and Charlemagne was about was getting pissed. Huh? And I'm so happy to talk. So, about hey, so when, to talk. when I'm kind of interested, so he was talking like mad shit about Charlemagne because a lot of people nah, don't do that. Shit about everybody, everybody, oh. <laughs> everybody. So, <laughs> why he, he he forgot YG name quote unquote? He like what was the you know game dish me? But what was the other guy that was hot man long ago? No, like, who are you talking shit. about? He like uh, Tootie the Buddha. Yeah, to- he made Tootie the Buddha back in the day. Uh, so he came with his receipts, huh? And then look, I think, and I don't even want to say his name, but he need to leave the Prince family alone, man. I think that's a big mistake. Who? 
Jay Prince, uh, yeah. Houston. He was rap a lot records. Rap a lot. The dude that Jazz Prince is the guy that found Drake. Yeah, yeah. So. Them, they like real gangsters and like they they chased him out of Houston. He was talking about I still got paid and all this type. Of I mean, Ross Tarters, you locked the lines in. Ross is no, no. That situation was different. Like Jazz dude was on stage. Asking him to come out. It was on stage at his performance. At his performance. Took the mic and took, said, where you at? We here. Took the mic at his time. And look, the security guards were scared because they were like, look, we from Fifth Ward and them real gangsters. <laughs> <laughs> so he can't do nothing about it. But yeah, so yeah. But, but so, was who else was he? What else was he saying? So was it like rebuttal going back and forth? Yeah, it was like Charlamagne was trying to tell him about, because uh, he was like, Charlamagne, I wouldn't even know you if you didn't do this radio show. Like, boy, I got a bestseller. I exactly produce shows. Like so, I I wouldn't know him if he didn't do that radio. Yeah, yeah. I, was, uh, I mean, I remember I mean, he was on Gotco. Yeah, and you know you pay for bestsellers, right? People pay for that privilege to be on the bestsellers list. I don't know, I don't know. about that. But yeah, but they they were kind of going back and forth about this situation and how he became a blood. Yeah. And what about this? I, I heard there was, was a video a of him like three years ago, four years ago, talking about. I mean, who cares if I was used to be a crip? I'm 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 blood now or something yeah, like that. Just, I mean, from from what yeah. I gathered. And you know, I follow a couple of different blog sites on Instagram and stuff. It was a crip that was talking about the situation where he said that Six Nine was actually clearly, is, you know, of Spanish descent. He was in an actual Spanish gang, and yeah. then he, he went to a crip gang, and then he became a blood. And Six Nine's quote unquote best friend Billy Ado or whatever his name is, a guy who always with him got red hair. He's always seen with Takashi Six Nine. He made a video, kind of you know, disrespecting game and downplaying the whole. Tapping in situation where everybody was kind of saying, hey, you, you can't come here unless you're saying something to somebody. you disrespectful. You got this pedophile thing on your name. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? You can't come around here without talking to somebody. Somebody got to get in with you. Can't just come here and break bread and dip and be stomping around our grounds. First of all, you, you, you repping the blood set. So if you go to California, you making them look a certain way. If it's with law enforcement, anything. Every way that you move is going to be associated with them. So I just felt like people kind of wanted that to be shut down. But his friend came out and said, look, it don't matter. He was never actually jumped in. You can't see name one person who said they jumped him in a crib. He just was around them. So if he had the flag on, he just was, you know, claiming what his friends were claiming, which is false claiming, granted. And he was kind of cha-cha sliding past this. And Takashi was also kind of moving past this when he was on Breakfast Club. Like, yeah. you know, I never actually was in these gangs. I just had this on or yada, yada, yada. You still was false claiming. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even if you didn't get jumped in or not, why did you have on a blue flag? That's associating yourself with clips, with Crips, and there's affiliations. Like growing up in the city we grew up in, you could be affiliated with anybody. If you're around the wrong person for too long, somebody gonna think they might associate you with that. But it's a difference from mentally somebody just making an assumption and you putting that out in the air. Yeah. If you wearing this flag, you putting that out in the air. I gotta. So how do you feel about like checking in when you go to different city? Cause I, I don't have a problem with that. I think that. I mean, any any place I go to and I kind of, like, know something, nah, I'm going to check in. I feel like it's a difference between checking in. Like, the problem with checking in for him and why people make him do it and why I think that it might possibly be okay is because it insinuates that you don't know nobody real here. Like, your gangster ain't credited because you ain't tapping in. Like, if it was any other person that could just step in and say, oh, no, a little homie cool, then you, you don't have to check in with nobody. But if you go on this, this one random ass blood who just don't nobody know, and you like, hey, no, I got bloods here. And niggas say, hey, I don't know who this dude is. He, his, his name not good either. Right. So that's where the checking in thing comes in. It just associates you with, it almost feel like extortion because it's basically saying you a bitch. Like, you can't step how you want to step. Because what you just said ain't checking in. That means I got a homie over here, so I'm good. But no, I mean. But I don't have to, I, I shouldn't have to have a homie over here to be good. But I think it's just. It's just different. Just growing up, respecting elders. Like if somebody is like the man in that area, and you're supposed to, I don't see no problem with checking in. I don't because at the end of the day, you might need that person to, to handle something yeah. for you. But so that's I think that's I think more of a respect cool. thing where it's like, all right, cool, you know, yada yada. But that's not something I think should have to be forced. Like it shouldn't have to be. A, oh, I gotta go meet this guy. I, but you know, it was never forced because it was like a, under, a respect. But, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it's a thing where it's like, let's say if you go into the Bay Area and it's E40 that you gotta go talk to. Yeah. What if E forty don't reach out to him, and maybe he think, oh, this he don't fuck with me. Maybe E forty don't like his music, or he don't understand. Or you know what I'm saying? Maybe you feel like E forty would would have said something, or you would have had some type of contact prior. Then you coming out there to be like maybe Instagram or something like that. Oh, hey, you know, I fuck with your music, young dog. You doing this? If it's not nothing like that, then maybe you think, oh, he don't rock with me. 
Not, so what what else option do I got? Not even say like it's E forty, but just even if it's security there or if it's just no, but I feel like, like it's, it's, it's big homies. It's okay. It gotta okay be somebody to moving it. through the hood, just like oh no, our young dog cool. If yeah, you don't got there, then they gonna say, Oh, you gotta check in, you gotta come because it's different with Detroit. The shit the trick was doing wasn't no, you know what I'm saying, who know you. It was he had a problem with artists coming here and not breaking no bread here. Yeah. Which is which is totally different. Ain't yeah. no check in thing. Ain't nobody oh who you know here. Because most of the artists know somebody here. Detroit has always been plugged in with the industry. They just didn't fuck with us on the mainstream level. But it's not about who you know here. It's you on some red eye in and red eye out shit. Yeah. Ain't nobody yeah. seeing none of that paper that you just touched. You just got all this money from us. You ain't giving nothing back. I, and I agree with you. And like I said, that's so totally different than the check-in situation and all them other places. And I just feel like, to a degree, 6 9 I was rocking with him on that. Up until the fake flagging. When he was on some, I ain't got to check in. I was like, all right, cool. I, I get it. You ain't got to go talk to nobody that you don't know. I shouldn't have to. And this is what made me make it make sense. Why should I have to pull up in the hood? I don't know you. That don't make sense. No, but that's If I'm coming out, if I'm going to Beverly Hills, why should I have to go to Compton? That doesn't make sense. But, bro, what I'm saying is this. Not that you got to go to Compton, but you never know what can go down, man. You want to make sure that you kind of plug in with people. That's how you build relationships. And that's, that's what, and that's what I, I just, just said that. Just I don't disagree with respect. that. Yeah. But it has to be authentic. I'm not just going somewhere to say, look, I want protection. Bro. Because then it sound like extortion, right? Honestly, look, them Houston niggas, them real cases, I'm checking in. <laughs> I'm just like I'm No, it's not a source. It just it's showing love. Like I, I don't that know. don't sound like that. What I mean, if I don't like them niggas? That's what I'm saying. And it's, you just bro, a bum. Gangsters right. respect gangsters. So bro, I kind of really, I really wasn't even paying attention like that. But if right. so, y'all saying if a rapper come to the, a certain city, they shouldn't have to check in. I, I think, I think they, I think they, I think it's okay to check in. You don't, so you don't think niggas should? I mean, what if they beat your ass? That's what I'm saying. And that's, and that's the problem. <laughs> and that's the problem. What's stopping them? They want to beat my no, ass. That's you what happened to Rob Money. Why they hating ass niggas? Young Bird. That sounds like hold extortion. Hold on, wait. Young I mean, Bird. Yeah, but I mean, it is what Trick, it is. Young Bird. Trick Daddy. That type of shit that happened to him. Like, you come there just to show love. So that type of stuff don't happen to you. I just like, that's what I think. Because I, I mean, I mean, not even be on some whole ass nigga shit. But like, that is the, niggas be hating anywhere. So yeah, I mean, I'm not, I mean, you shouldn't have to do it. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, but this is what, it I, don't just, hurt. I just said it's natural, bro. Like, if I'm in LA and I got a homie that's in LA, that's my check in. Yeah. But if I don't have no homie, I don't feel like I should have to make some fake friendship. Bro, I mean, but it ain't friendship. It's not really fake friends. It's business, bro. Yeah, that shit yeah. sounds off to me. I feel like I'm like, like, awesome. riding I mean, with him on that. That's just, that's just the difference. That's all, and that's what I was saying. I was rocking with him on a no tapping. If I feel like I'm gangster about my shit, y'all got to show no, me. But gangsters I'm always, not tapping in always, always connect with each other, though, bro. You got to you That's gotta And what you keep saying is real niggas. That's real shit. I'm yeah. not going to dick suck nobody because I need no clout. I'm not talking about dick sucking. If I got to go say, hey, protect me, that's dick sucking. No, it's not asking protect you. It's just like, hey, yo. I'm here. I'm just showing y'all some love. Kelly, like I'm just showing y'all some but why love. Why would you show? Would you show that love if you just was a regular nigga? Yeah. No, you wouldn't, bro. You, you, I mean, if you, you was a regular, respect. if you was a regular dude going to uh, a venue, then no, you like but if I was a regular this, dude going to Cal- I wouldn't question. go to the blood. Like, question. hey, I was going. Let's out. say, let's say, who, who, let's say a top dog in California is, in whatever area you're going to. What if it is YG? What if you don't fuck with YG music? You still gotta go tap in. It's not about fuck. And look, the person and I love. And it's not about, authentic. If I don't no, fuck no, no, with no, you, no. it's not authentic. No, it's not about that. Somebody I love is Nori. Cause Nori got love with everybody. Even people with music you don't fuck with, he's still cool with them. Like you want to be able to go places and not to worry about shit. Like Austin said, niggas are hate on you anyway. Oh, that nigga don't fuck. What? What's the nigga doing? Like, but that all I feel like, like, what, I feel like, like where do it hurt to just say what up to YG? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What what, what hurt? Does like it what? Do? Is, like even if you don't fuck with his music, he he the best. That's a good. That is a good connect. That's exactly. that networking. That's the <laughs> that's best rapper in the city. And you just like oh no nah, fuck him. I ain't going to see that nigga. That's it's like you don't, it's like you don't gotta see that because it should be mutual respect. Like YG should probably want to see you also. But what? But is, that's what I'm saying. These niggas don't like him. But I'm saying they, they, they don't like him. They don't. They asked him like yo, you gotta come. You gotta come to the party. Like he asked him to come to the 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 out and the shit they had in Houston. He came, lady. Yeah, I mean that do kind of sound like yeah. I mean if they invite you somewhere, and it's yeah, not they like invite you. If you blowing them niggas off. Because I mean I'm pretty sure if you was a, the top nigga in your city and a nigga was coming in to make money off your city, you would want him to check in yeah. with you too. Like hey bro, so what's that? Just what, how the show that going sound on? Sound like a mutual thing. I don't think niggas like him. Nah, niggas probably don't because he be and lying that's what, and I'm, that's what I'm saying. So if it's an extortion thing, I don't blame him on not feel like... If I feel like it's bad energy and niggas kind of don't fuck with me to begin with, I don't feel like I should have to go dick suck the nigga. 
It's not dignity. See, that's no, the problem. Not, you no. keep saying it as in the manner of how other people view it. Right, Whereas bro. two real people right. would probably fuck with them each other to begin with, and it's a mutual respect. Niggas didn't like him to begin with. That's what I'm saying. So if it's one side, but, it's dick But sucking. I feel like, but I feel like it's, it's like no, it's like Soldier Boy. But no, niggas didn't respect Soldier Boy. He's getting extorted. But I feel like this though: if niggas don't like you, and you and you don't go check with them, now you really don't like. Yeah, them. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, now you're just gonna get your ass beat for exactly. not liking somebody yeah, just because they don't ass. like you. I'm not finna go dick suck nobody. But how is it dick sucking if it's not? Dick it's not dick sucking if y'all it's just you. It's like panning. It's like, bro, you don't like me. It's like, bro, you don't like me. What's good? Like, what up? And then if they if they gonna fight you there, they gonna fight you on stage. They gonna fight you. It's like whatever. It's it's they don't. It's not even like they gonna not like you. You don't even gotta like them. That's all it is. Is building a bridge. But if they don't like you, what what is? How do you know they don't like? They haven't even met you. Once they meet you, they be all bad energy around it. I'm not capping for this nigga. I don't fuck with him. But it just it's bad energy. I can't. I can't agree to no dick sucking. No, but I'm just saying like rules of respect definitely with gangsters and shit like that. You always check in when you go and to somebody else's gym. And sucking shit in the gangster shit you and keep talking about. Even, that, that, even, that, that, that in, even in martial arts, if you go to somebody else's gym, you got to check in. Look, that's just, that's just how it goes. Even if you, you... Y'all niggas like good fellas. Y'all like all of... It's dick sucking shit in the movies. No, but you still got to check in with good... Like, you still... I feel like it's a different between like dick sucking and paying respect. Yeah, paying respect. That's just respect, really. I'm a man like everybody else is a man. See, that's that's see the shit that get people fucked up with shit like that. What's wrong with showing somebody respect? Why do respect got to be dick riding? I don't know. That's, I don't that's what. That's the problem with the young generation. No, I'm just. But you I'm talking asking. about motherfucking man shakedowns? That's not respect. They wasn't gonna shake them down, like, bro. If they was gonna shake them down, they're gonna shake them down. Yes, they was gonna shake them down. Anyway, that's their city. They can do it wherever they want to. <laughs> you gotta beat them face to face yeah. and shake them down. <laughs> No, I'm saying no, cause I'm not making nah, you not, not making, making no sense. sense. Cause I'm saying if a nigga you know don't like you, why do you have to go meet this nigga? They don't. They he, they didn't say never said they didn't like him. Man, it was clear that they didn't like. This no, nigga. they didn't, bro. He said they they seen him in the Snickers show. Stop. Everything was good. They I didn't asked say him to come back. Prince. I'm talking about all the niggas in California. He started dissing them. <laughs> Oh yeah, they niggas told him to check in. That was what they said. Slim Four Hundred been calling him a pedophile for two months now. Okay, they call, but that's YG top nigga. But dog, you still, you still. Why? That's dick sucking. If a nigga been calling me a pedophile and calling me a bitch, saying I'm false, no, 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 I'm check in with this nigga. Forget all that. If you, but hold on. At the same time, that's your reputation, right? And so you let niggas talking shit about you not gonna go confront them? You, that's some whole ass shit. And then what? he got the show canceled and ran. Then, then go. That's, anyway, I'm not capping for this. But no, I'm saying. Like but hold on. Is that not like some whole ass shit? If niggas is. talking shit about you and you just gonna be like, man, fuck them niggas. That's fine. Like, no, you what I'm saying. You niggas scared, said, really check in. I don't think but I that, have to check but in. That, but So you just gonna let niggas talk shit about you across the city. And don't do nothing. And I do nothing about it. You might as well go confront them. You might as well go confront them. What's the worst thing? Confront and check in is two different things. No, I feel like that's the I don't like the term, bro. Check in just sound like some shit. I gotta drop by your shit, write a little, hey, I was here. I don't like that shit. That shit don't sound It's just a label respect and being. But yeah, the nigga, the nigga, the nigga, he moving funny. I, I just didn't fuck with the check-in shit. The fake crit, fake blood shit, that shit is un... There's no way you can respect no shit like that. Like I said, if you moving and you faking and you on some putting this shit out in the air so niggas can assume one thing, you on some bitch shit, I can't really rock you, with it. You kind of bring that type of stuff on yourself when you when you do shit like that. That's what I'm like, saying. So if he was moving funny, then it is what it is. I feel like, what's so cool about being in the gang? Why do you think about being so many gangs at one time? I I <laughs> like, like I said, one of the crip niggas that I, I kind of was watching on, on, on Instagram was saying that he used this for exposure in the music. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah. I mean, I read a book on shit like so that. So it was just, it's just the transition it was, and the, the, the Crip was saying it because the, the dude, Billy Adu, who was, who was like uh, his best friend, had mentioned the Crip's name and said that the 6 9 used to rock with him. He was saying, that's not true. We made like a song together. I would never have no corny motherfucker like this around me, basically. Because we all kind of knew how he was moving, but we did make a song together or whatever the case was. But he was just saying he was pushing for whoever was going to back him. Whoever was gonna give him the most exposure and whoever was gonna support him the most, and it just so turned out to be the Bloods, and that's kind of what the Billy dude was saying too. It was just in a in a lighter manner, like ah, you know, Takashi was a he was a real kid. He went through the same stuff we went to, a young Spanish kid. But you know, he was around the other dudes. But now he found the kind of it almost sounded like he was on some Christian reform type shit. Like he found the blood life, and now he lived. You know what I'm saying? He fell in love with it type shit. And it's like what the fuck are you even talking about right now? This shit don't even make. He's a grown ass man who went through three gangs. And now he didn't fought the best one. That shit don't even make but sense. See, but that's the problem. And niggas don't even respect <laughs> niggas who get in the games. Like, yeah, yeah, but that's, that's the problem I got with like kind of like the younger generation and shit. Like, like that shit couldn't fly back back when I'm I was wrong. coming up. That shit couldn't fly. 
All that shit about being, ex- no, 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 I'm shit. just saying that shit about just jumping the game, the game. That shit wouldn't fly. But them niggas and not showing OGs respect and not checking in. That shit niggas, fly them niggas who be rappers be made by the industry. Though. Them niggas really yeah. don't be none of that shit. No. Except for YG. Except and I want to say except for YG, yeah, but like niggas like Chris Brown, them, them niggas all getting extorted. Yeah. Niggas like them, them niggas all just it's been paying their dues. He getting extorted. Man, he getting extorted. What I label as extorted is like the shape, like. Soulja Boy, niggas was openly on some, man. You not, well, you no, not Chris, good here. Chris Brown been doing it for a long... He been doing... He been paying his money for like 10 no, years. I just think it's yeah. like... If we want to talk about respect, I think that's a respect thing. Like, niggas look at oh, Chris yeah. Brown like he a real dude. Like, yeah. regardless of if he was paying us, I probably would want to hang out with you anyway. Well, no, it's like you done, you done brought my kid from third grade to college. Yeah, I'm going to respect you. You done paid his fucking lunch money every year. Good job, Chris Brown. I fuck with you. That's... I feel... He for sure. I, I just feel like none of them... We all know that niggas be made by the industry. So it's not yeah. like nothing. Nothing too outlandish to say that none of these niggas is really gangsters like that. No. Like, like, of course they go to jail because they products of their environment and shit like that. But if they was caught in, in a in, a, in a, a kerfuffle, they wouldn't have too many of them niggas to call on. Yeah, and I, I actually I don't see I don't see no problem going to somebody else's city showing them love. I just don't. That's how you build build bridges. All right, man. Uh, that's it for this episode, motherfuckers in the barbershop, man. If you enjoyed this, man, you can leave a like. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on uh, SoundCloud. Uh, we might be on Spotify, too. If you got Spotify, check it out on Spotify. We might be on that also. Uh, you can follow us at the Motherfuckers in the Barbershop podcast page. You can always listen back, leave a comment, rate, review, leave a like. When you see the tweet, man, retweet the link when you see it. Show some love. We always appreciate it. And uh, we probably have some guests on next week, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm still thinking. Got, yeah. Somebody want to come on just too, they just for like an interview. All right, cool. So, yeah, we could do that. And then... Uh, It's just an interview. And then, uh, so that's it. All right, y'all. Peace out.